Slice Audio. You didn't see any of the turkey pardoning? Tur- turkeys are not animals that are agreeable no. to bits. <laughs> Sp- specifically bits. I, I, I was like, I really thought this turkey was going to play along. One <laughs> yeah. case. It's time for the Book of Murdoch. And Whiskey at Work Dorks are recording. They're like, we probably, we might have to keep it down a little bit. They're talking to like Jeff Arnett, a master distiller. Like a real guy, yeah. yeah, like a real person. We're just here doing pre-Thanksgiving dick jokes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Happy Thanksgiving, ding-a-lings. Um, yeah, so we pardoned a turkey here. If you, if you live in the area that we're in, which only about 10% of you do, we a couple years ago we decided it'd just be funny to pardon a turkey. This is you want to hear how this whole? Do you ever hear how this started? Well, wasn't I in the first time around? Yeah, you were, but I mean the the original. You know the reason we pardoned a turkey? Oh, the you presidential ever, type ever, thing. Yeah, no. yeah, I've ever told you how this all happened. No. So, I um a year and some change ago, I got a real. I got I got offered the most money I've ever been offered for a job. It was real money, ridiculous money. So much money, this is how the guy asked me to think about it. Hey, take two weeks, and every time you have a problem, you go, if I had this amount of money he was talking about, would it solve that problem? He was smart as fuck, Dean, because you know what happened? Every problem I had in that two weeks was solvable by the kind of money I was going to be making. It really was. You know what changed my mind? I, On a Saturday morning after yoga, I thought to myself, It'd be really funny if we just pardoned a turkey and made it a thing because it's not a thing. We just invent it. And then I have a, we have a cast meeting. We have two meetings a week. They're my favorite meetings a week where we sit in front of a room and we just pitch bits, talk about dumb shit. But that's a meeting where that entire room has to listen to what I say. And, and I get to walk into that meeting and go, we're going to pardon a turkey for Thanksgiving because it's funny. And, and I don't know if that's worth as much money as I got offered, but, <laughs> but it's pretty damn close. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You do know the president... Does that each year, right? I give a shit. Oh, okay. I, I, it was more fun for me to just it's because who cares about the turkey parting? I like, I like doing what I'm doing. It was worth more than money. I get that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like it was, and and like it was in the bigger world, which is you know. Oh, you would have been miserable. Yeah. Right. How long am I gonna make it in the corporate <laughs> world? Like we related eating science lab grown meat to prison sex in the last episode. So like, <laughs> cats out of the bag, guys. I might not make it in the corporate world. <laughs> Anyways, that's how we started. That's how we started pardoning a turkey. <laughs> And and we just that was our second year. Turkeys are fucking. Not only are they not bit friendly, they are disgusting creatures, Dean. Oh yeah. I'm never eating turkey at Thanksgiving after we start part. They're for fucking gross. They smell worse than Gallagher. They're like call back. They're dumb. It's just, so like this whole. I'm a little annoyed this whole day. I was so like so Houston shot off that confetti cannon in my office in, in a meeting of mine last week. And so right. I was going to, did you hear about any of this? So I was going to get him back. I was going to jam that fucking turkey in his office in the morning, this morning. I got up at 4 o'clock and I got up at 4 a.m. when the farm people get up to fuss with this fucking turkey and like get it in a cage and wrap it so it's nice so it doesn't freak the fuck out. And then I get up to the, like I get it to the, our door, our front corporate office door. And then I finally start thinking, like, we share this building with bankers and lawyers and <laughs> dentists, and, like, they're not funny. They're dorks. They're not, and, and then Irene's kitchen here, I start oh, yeah. worrying about dragging a bunch of turkey shit through her kitchen. 
<laughs> so I like chickened out of the eleventh hour. You know what I learned about that though? You just can't have that. I need a bigger animal. I'm gonna jam a donkey in that fucking office. He don't know what's coming, and he don't listen to the show, so I can speak about it freely. I'm gonna jam a donkey in his office in the first quarter. I guarantee you. Anyways, I'm a little bummed that my tur- my turkey bit didn't go how I wanted to. I was I gave it some CBD. You know, turkey. I was trying to calm they down this animal. turkey. Yeah, they. I should have asked you. I called all my buddies to see if they would help me. Because I, could I give a turkey Xanax? Well, I'm sure you could give a turkey anything. I but... didn't have turkey medicine. I just had access to Xanax. I, <laughs> my <laughs> options were this, Dean. Okay, for those of you who don't know, if you got cal- you got calm down this turkey because the fucking mayor stands next to him. He reads a proclamation. And last year, the turkey freaked the fuck out because we didn't know what we were doing. We don't know shit about turkeys, and so like. The morning of the thing we, day we did it, I just drove a half hour to get a turkey, and I didn't know that that you, if you put them in a convertible and bring them down to seventy five mile an interstate, it freaks them the fuck out. And they're just they're like turkeys are seventy five percent made of liquid shit, and the, and it and it just, and it like ruined the mayor's suit right like I ruined his fucking suit last year yeah, and made him take care of my parking ticket in the same day. I forgot about that. Yeah, right. So this year I'm gonna like we'll be cool with the mayor. We're gonna chill out this turkey, but this morning he was stressed the fuck out because you know it doesn't know what's getting pardoned it has no idea what's going on it's a turkey so i here are my options i could either give it some xanax or i was gonna hot box the shit out of it with some real strong indica (laughs) either of which i think is probably frowned upon (laughs) one of my yoga buddies who raises chickens says i could give it cbd oil yeah. So I went to the head shop and bought a bunch of them CBD gummy bears. They have them labeled like for animals. Oh, I just bought but... the strongest looking one I could find. It just gave them like seven. And did it work? No, it just. I mean, it was kind of. It was a little calm. Uh, next year, I think we got we got to give that turkey some Xanax and just mellow it the fuck out. You can take pictures with it and shit. We might need to find the proper get a vet in here. Proper no, Xanax to turkey ratio. That's going to problems. We could Google that. You Google Google that. That'll be my okay. My next time, yeah, you're in charge of you're talk to the, the Pope and Dean, Google's about Xanax and turkey. Dean, you're the new director of animal <laughs> medicine percentages. Let's put that on your business card. Oh, that business card. We got some real, really top heavy. We got some. We got some bad experiences with animals. And remember them fucking hamsters I got during COVID. You fucking. I'm still mad at you assholes for ruining that bit. It was such a good bit. Okay, so like we. <laughs> So, okay, let me set the scene. It was COVID. I know I've talked about this, but maybe I haven't. It was COVID. COVID Mm -hmm. just happened, and all sports stopped. There was nothing to fucking watch. There was nothing. All of it was done. No one had anything to do. And there was this little window where you could invent sports on TikTok to become famous, right? Like... Uh, hot, uh, hot, hot, what's the, what's the, Hot Wheels? Hot, hot Wheels, wheels yeah. on the, on the, on the, on the treadmill. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Right? Like, which domino is going to fall? Plinko, you could, people were so fucking bored for like three weeks. We had a hot window. And so I went and got these hamsters. Because the pet stores, had, they were like, overloaded with pets because the pets were still showing the fuck up right <laughs> and i'm like hey you guys got some hamsters to spare and they're like we've got dozens take as many as you fucking need <laughs> so there was like three hamsters and some cages and food and shit and we were gonna start the hamster hamster ball racing league there yes. we we had there i had the, i had a logo made 
I created characters, I created names, we had fake sponsors, and then I set it up for this entire deal, and no one liked the bit, and everyone was disgusted by the hamsters, and so no one said they didn't want to do it, they just did nothing. <laughs> Two of them fucking hamsters died! I'm blaming them deaths on you. And I like to blame Leslie for one of them, because one died in her care, and she gets fucking stressed out about it. That's why today she was nowhere around for this turkey bit, because like... <laughs> I think it was real hard on her ma- I think that's part of the reason she quit said the hamster fucking died on her watch to be fair I think anything in that basement probably wouldn't have lived all that long but like, that was like a canary in a, in a coal mine <laughs> those hamsters were doomed to begin with <laughs> when she when she like took her when she took that gig you know none of you know who I'm talking about we're talking about an old assistant of mine one day she got a great opportunity to go work and I remember being like what do you mean? This job's awesome. And then now I think about it with some years have passed. And like one day I just showed up at work with three hamsters being like, it's now your job to keep these fucking things alive. I didn't ask. I just went, here you go. You're director of hamsters. And then when one died, then one died. I don't actually care about hamsters. Hamsters are deer with fucking, they're just gross. They die all the time. Their purpose is to be killed by humans in strange ways. Because we throw them in socks and whip them around. And we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> You never did that? No. You put a. It's going to make us sad. Keep in mind, I grew up as rednecks. You put a hamster in it. Don't do any of this now. None of it's cool. Different time. This is all pre internet. You didn't have shit to Google. So you put a hamster in a sock and you. And you spin that fucker around as hard as you can, like for a while. This might need a clap. And then you put it in a hamster ball and just got to watch it not go straight, you know? <laughs> no one did that. Come on, everybody! You didn't torture small animals too. Oh, <laughs> you didn't have hamsters, did you? Because you grew up on a ranch. I There's... had hamsters. Oh, a you couple did. Times, okay. And I graduated to guinea pig. Oh, you had a guinea pig. Yeah. I wanted hairless guinea pigs for a while. I was fascinated by those ugly motherfuckers. It lived a long time. We had one. I had a teddy bear hamster once that got got loose, and at the same time, Dad was trying to get rid of the mice in the house, and he had them (laughs) chemical traps. Oh no! Listen to how fucking great my dad is. This all happened. I fucking remember this. He remembers it certainly differently than I do. So like, (laughs) one night I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm nine or whatever, and I come outside, and and they're all. I remember it being a real stressful situation. Like if you're a kid and you walked into your parents' drug deal, it was like real fucking tense. (laughs) And like, and they're go to bed, go to bed. Okay, what was going on was this. My teddy bear hamster got got caught in the chemical trap, oh. and like dad got up to eat cereal, and this fucking thing, you know what I mean? It's dying because yeah. you know what that thing? Does? It just chemical burns you until you're dead. That's yeah. how that shit works. And so before he like got a little scissors out, he cut that entire fucking hamster out of this fucking trap. Oh. Like it lost some toes. Like you know what I mean? It was real tragic. I, can you imagine how fucking stressful that must be? It is three in the morning, and you have to you have actual shit to do at seven o'clock in the morning and you were cutting a hamster out of a trap and you're not getting all its fingers clear and that's just fucking happening while your child sleeps in bed (laughs) and but it lived that fucker lived and it was like hairless from the you turn it upside down and it looked like a hairless guinea pig and you turn it right side up and it just looked like a regular teddy bear hamster (laughs) it's like remember the early cancer survivors you know fucking rabbit hole to start out with today dean isn't it (laughs) Um. Ooh, let's talk about this. I stepped on the scale this week. Fucking party's over, Dean. It is party's over. I've been eating my feelings and not admitting it. It is time. I was 241. 241. 
A year, year-ish ago, I'm cocking off on this show about how I'm 220 and look how awesome I am. You should all listen to me and do yoga and eat right. Mm-hmm. 21 pounds of eating my feelings. That's what that is. Well, I'm not far off. I did 18. You gained 18 since mm-hmm. you got hurt? 18, yeah. man. You got you know, catching it pre-Thanksgiving, this is why I'm glad mm-hmm. I did it. Because like, I'll go eat like a pig on Thanksgiving, but I, it's the it's the 14 days of leftovers and, you know, grandma's cookies and shit. <sighs> Party's over, Dean. Fat oh, season's over. I know, but I we want a piece end, of pie really bad. Yeah, end fat season <laughs> before it begins, man. <laughs> I know, we're out, I got the sales stuff out there, so, you know. Like, advertising could be a little gross once in a while, but you know what sells right now? Like, right now in the advertising world, the money is in everybody hating themselves on January 3rd. That's where the puck's going to be. It's there every year. Skate to it. Skate to it right now. All okay. of those people are going to hate their guts on the 3rd. They're going to fill their faces with pie, booze, and Coke, or whatever. They're going to, And then January 3rd, they're going to be like, here's my New Year's goals. I'm going <laughs> to hike, you know, having right. never hiked ever, right? All that all your money is in those people right now. This is where you got to load them with dumb ideas because then on January 3rd, they're going to be like, I'm going to start rock climbing. Are you? <laughs> okay. And then that you can do that for three months. And then around February, you got to skate to where the puck's going to be again because everybody gives up on themselves at the end of the first quarter and puts all of that energy into their yard or their home. And so then in February, if you can make money on like a, you know, fuck hot tub or fucking, you know, a new backyard or whatever, like, well, you know, she doesn't love me because I'm fat, but I'll give her a fucking retaining wall. That's how I'm telling you. This is America. Welcome to it. It's clockwork. New Year's resolutions, taxes. Also, you here's an interesting stat. You know what COVID did? COVID increased the divorce keyword searches like 40,000% if you look at the right time frame while it was going on. And think about it, too. About 95 days in, you're looking at the same person, and you want to murder them because of the way they butter their toast, right? Like, you're just, you've are just you never been more disgusted with this fucking human being. And your kids are dumb as fuck, and you don't know what to do, and everything's broken, and everything sucks, and only one of you can go to the grocery store, right? And you are drinking at one in the afternoon consistently. You're, you're leaving some room in your mind for some real sketch decisions that you don't think about. That's how much those fucking divorce keywords went up. Wow. That's a real thing, America. Look at what you're doing. I guess I don't have a, you know, some of those people should get divorced. <laughs> okay, you want to do some news? Not really, but let's let's get it. Jesus, I just yapped for 15 minutes there. Sorry, buddy. Let's do some news with Dean. Here's the song I play before the song that does the news. Not really breaking news with Dean. All right, 6.2 earthquake rattles Baja, California. Happened this morning. Have you ever been through an earthquake? I have not. That's like the the West Coast people don't understand tornadoes. Right. (laughs) You know, we think they're kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they think (laughs) of earthquakes. 6.2, that's fairly large, right? That seems big. Uh, The earthquake was reported off the coast of East... Oh, I can't pronounce these names. They're all Spanish. <laughs> by, by Senate Guerrero. Dean, don't be so racist. <laughs> I, I <can't>, <laughs> just kidding. Two, two years of Spanish. You think I would have remembered some I know. of this? <laughs> Isn't that special? Let's talk about this for a second. Every fucking upper Midwestern kid took four years of Spanish, <laughs> or at least two, right? Because there was a chick they wanted to bang, or they liked the Mexican food party at the end of the deal, right? That's a real stat. <laughs> you know how many upper Midwest kids can speak any fucking Spanish past cerveza, por favor? One <laughs> percent. Right? We're too dumb. 
thousand millions of dollars was spent in our U.S. education system trying to get fat white kids to learn, you know, donde es los pantalones or whatever you one sentence you can say or like my penis has cockroaches or whatever one you know what i mean there's millions of fucking dollars invested and guess what ding dongs but fucking there's an app called duolingo on there you can learn mandarin i fucking guarantee you you better start because <laughs> like everyone else in the world watches american movie and american films and that's how they learn english but you're not over there learning the fucking you know slap chop dude <laughs> version of what whatever's happening in China. Uh, let's see here. More than fucking earthquakes. Sorry, I'm giving. I'm I'm off the pace here today. Oh no, you're fine. And this that was a nice. I'm way exhausted. To that fucking turkey's had me up since the dawn. I'm beat. <laughs> Got no good podcast in me today. Is anybody? Let's get it here. Is anybody die? Is everybody okay? Everyone's fine. Okay. No injuries. They didn't uh, call a tsunami warning either. They, I guess that was big enough to cause a tsunami. <clears throat> I was. You want to hear something fucked up? Sure. I was in Cancun vacationing. Remember that big ass tsunami in 05 that like killed all them people? Was that in Bali? Uh, yeah. Somewhere in there. Like it was a real bad one, right? Yeah. Like I'm on vacation while that happens and like it's on the fucking news and like the whole resort just kind of collectively decided to turn off the news and party. <laughs> it's real fucked up. Isn't that weird? Well, you're there. Oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, what else? <laughs> what is he going to do, right? <laughs> Like I'm not, a, I'm not bitching about it. Like it's not their fault. I'm not mad at the South Pacific because it bummed my vacation out. I'm just saying it was real fucking weird that collectively everybody went. Mm, we'll worry about that on Monday. I'm here to get fucked up and eat lobster tails. <laughs> um, twin babies have been born in the United States of Tennessee from embryos frozen more than 30 years ago. Lab meat, lab kids. You're just on lab meat all around, aren't you? Wait a minute. Twins were born from embryos saved 30 years ago. 30 years ago. April of 1992. Generally creased. They're like, wait a minute. They're born? Like they're alive? They unfroze them and... They they were frozen. Yes. Like Ted Williams' head. (laughs) They just fucking put that thing in the icebox and then took it out and defrosted it like... I'm assuming my this grandmother's is a, bread, like a legitimate company freezing. They put it, it out yes. on the counter for 20 minutes <laughs> and run it out, or like, do they put it in like you know how you thaw out shrimp, where you just run water on it? I'm just, I'm, these are questions. <laughs> so like, they're a boy or girl, boy, boy, everybody okay? Ten fingers, ten yeah, toes. They're healthy. Do have they developed any mutant powers yet? <laughs> no, we, no one knows. This was very recent. I'm assuming. Good luck being them kids and fucking elementary school they're gonna get eaten alive by kindergartners that aren't born in labs so technically are they 30 years old now oh shit dean are they 30 no no they're embryos they have the little hand little facey things and yeah that's true they're not just little how far along are you in an embryo stage i mean it's still young but well no shit dean no I mean, like, do you have a tail and shit, or do you look like a tadpole? Like, what? I think it's the you're yeah, a little tadpole. You have a little, like the little tiny arm, the little t- tiny little black tiny eyes. Bit. You look like them, like the when. That, remember all the alien movies from the nineties yeah. with the fucked up heads and the big black eyes? You kind of look like that. <laughs> well, babies are ugly. <laughs> babies are ugly. I don't want to hear it. Your newborn baby's disgustingly ugly. They're all fucking hideous. You got to get the goo off them and let their heads reshape. Babies aren't cute for months. That's gonna be like the new New Year, you know. Uh, the leap year babies that are technically born on the leap year. Except Whose these- kid is this? Like this? Here's my question. 
Is there some guy now who's like on the fucking hook for child support? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. As somebody who paid thousands of it, I want to know who's now. Is there some banker dude who was like coked out in the 80s and they talked him into this and now he's like, fuck, man, are you kidding me? I'm 92 years old. Rachel Ridgway and Philip Ridgway. And they were born on uh, Halloween. It's a stupid name. It seems like that's a that's some you know Philip and his stupid third wife are defrosting their embryos and having a kid. You know, you're about it at her your wife's dumb friend's dinner party that you're stuck with, right? Oh, and then Philip's gonna take him out and put him on the show. Um, what else going on? <laughs> Oh, this was this was uh, a follow up from the remember the Tyrannosaurus Rex you're gonna buy and when you're rich and did I my fifteen million dollar T Rex goal <laughs> that's gonna, the first thing I'm gonna buy when this show pops they're not gonna sell it now why not did they not get a, oh wait but this is good for me yeah Chris, am I gonna about to get this for less <laughs> is it a nine million dollar T Rex goal so Christie's auction house said that I thought Sotheby's doesn't matter keep oh uh, so I'm one of them anyway um let me find the name uh let's see here. Peter Larson, president of the Black Hills Institute of Geological Research here in South Dakota, believes that the because they have to add a lot of extra stuff to these skulls to make them complete. What are they coming back and saying fifteen million bucks ain't enough? He says the skeleton he holds the intellectual property rights to it, so it's made up of all these other parts that he apparently. What is he just trying to like NFT the fucking skull? <laughs> is that what's happening here? <laughs> but this is like yeah they they said nope we're not going to do it anymore. Interesting. So this skull is still available for me, you're saying? It probably will I'm be. not dependent on this skull. I just <laughs> want to make it clear, I will have a T-Rex skull, a fucking real one. the very se- And I'm not going to cheap out and buy some $700,000 little baby. I want a big ass. As soon as you fucking walk into my foyer, I want you to hang your coat on its teeth Yeah, from the wall. <laughs> I'm never hanging deer and moose like my dad's got all that. He looks like fucking Cabela's in this house. I'm never. And go, go, go with what you want, right? But I'll never be doing that. But I'll certainly hang a $15 million T-Rex skull. And I will tell you immediately it costs $15 million bucks for a couple of years at least until you get used to being that rich. But, you know. You would have got for a bargain. It says 15 to $25 million. Oh, so now he wants 10 more. No, that's mm. what they admit, that's what they estimated the the auction to go for. So they're gonna are they gonna relist it? Uh, maybe after the litigation, then. It oh, that really well, say. it's gonna take a couple years for yeah. the show to get fifteen million bucks worth. That's fine. We have time. Okay, well, we're doing but the long like game. in between. Then, if you hear of any other <laughs> okay. discount T Rex calls, <laughs> I know a guy that knows a guy. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, you're gonna love this one here. Nebraska deer season. Nebraska three. deer season. Oh, you know what's fucked up? My neighbor has deer hooves just sticking out of his fucking dumpster. Isn't that gross? It's gross in town. <laughs> Just your deer hooves? Listen, rural people, help me help you. Give me an inch here. Are you fucking kidding me? You can't just stick your deer hooves out of the dumpster on trash day. <laughs> Knock it the fuck off. Bury them down in there. Three hunters shot in three days. Oh, my God. Where's this? In Nebraska. No shit. So... We, do a, we do a little bit. Of, oh, here's where this is interesting. We do a little bit of, <laughs> we do a little bit of tourism work in Nebraska. No shit. And like some of it's for hunting. Uh, so the three, there are three separate people and three separate occasions, all within like three days of each other. Uh, oh, was, this isn't like a related incident, right? Like, 
Somebody didn't find out their golf buddy's getting fucked. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> By no. somebody's wife in their ears. We're real standoff in the cabin after no. a pile of crown. So last Sunday uh, it was the final day of Nebraska's rifle season. 20-year-old uh, man was seriously injured flown to the trauma center in Lincoln when he was accidentally shot by another hunter who was following up an embankment, basically slipped and fell, and the gun went off. Oh, yeah. I've almost pulled my foot off about a dozen times doing that. The other one on Saturday got his hand shot. Uh, Same kind of thing. Unintentionally shot by another member of his hunting party. Is his his jerk-off hand or no? (laughs) Doesn't say. They don't put that in a news story. It was Ted's jerk-off hand, so he's really got a few months of hard times ahead of him. Maybe he would have the... (laughs) Maybe it'd be the hole in his hand now. <laughs> you can do some bitching tricks, right? Imagine the fucking stories you can tell if you just had a hole in your hand. And then uh, Friday, another That'd one That'd be shot. worth it. Getting shot in the hand and everything still works. And you get that. You have a, you have a, don't, you have a hole in your hand as a cool scar as a story. That's fucking worth it, Dean. You got to be able to use it. You can't uh, lose it. Losing it, then it's not worth it. I got a buddy of mine who shot his leg with the gun going off and that's oh, yeah, very too. cool uh my buddy casey what he was like a fucking lineman for wyoming and like after practice one day almost blew his fucking leg off and like played that weekend and then and then seriously like <laughs> you know ranch kids he's yeah. from new underwood his dad probably told me he's dumb now get out there yeah, and play. it's just your leg it's just a flesh wound <laughs> fucking dig in that's how we were all raised and none of it works on our own kids and we're like why are they so racked with autism and depression like no they end up because what worked on us doesn't work on them <laughs> well everybody lived yeah wait was, you gave me two what was the third the third one was uh let's see close range shot his injuries were not considered life-threatening also flown to a hospital Remember when Dick Cheney shot that fucking dude in Texas, dove hunting or whatever they were doing? Right in the face. That was a little unfair. It's easier to happen than you think. I mean, I've shot a person accidentally like that, but like a long ways away. You know what I mean? Like, did you grow up pheasant hunting? Oh, yeah. You can get away with it a little bit. Yeah. That way. When, like when you're blocking, occasionally you'll just get hit by a BB. Yeah. Like, you're fine. All right. Uh, fisherman lands a whopping 67 pound goldfish. Jesus. Goldfish, like goldfish, goldfish, yeah. like fishing in the water, not trying to catch a goldfish. No, apparently this was put out purposely for people to try and catch. Oh, as like a contest. They Fuck, spent, for that's like a tw- good idea. Like twenty years, this thing has been, and no one's been able to catch the fish. They purposely released it. Isn't and- this like from Grumpy Old Men or something? <laughs> then they try to catch the big ass fish or whatever. It's, yeah, it sounds very similar to that. Yeah. Where was this? UK fisherman became. The envy of all the anglers as he caught 70 pounds. What they call a goldfish is what we call a goldfish. So it's a hybrid. So it's part, they call <laughs> it. looks just like when the guy's holding it, it looks just like a, a goldfish. Big ass goldfish. Yeah. They're just carp. But they called it the carrot because he's bright orange. Oh, it has like a nickname. Yeah. Because like it's been around for 20 years. No shit. Yeah. The, everyone's trying to catch the carrot. Oh, right. That's kind of cool. So it's a hybrid species of leather carp and koi carp, which koi are the, like yeah. the koi ponds. They're just nuisance fish. Yeah. But they can get big. Really? Well, obviously, 70 pounds. I could see myself going the koi pound route. Like, I have that amount of douche in me. You know what I mean? Like Next to the T-Rex. I have good friends that will like keep it from getting out of hand, thank God. That's a trick, right? If I get $15 million T-Rex head rich, you got to keep some good shits around. They'll be like, listen, everybody thinks you're quite fun. Makes you look like an asshole. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, 
Ooh, new research claims that drinking too much water may have killed Bruce Lee. No shit. Didn't he get shot? No, that was his kid. That was his kid. How'd Bruce Lee die? It's now I'm gonna have trouble pronouncing. This oh, is again. this like an internet mystery where the people think he got killed or something? Well, there was or one of the rumors that, that the Chinese mafia was gonna have him killed, and there was a whole thing about um, an assassination attempt. There's all yeah, there's a lot of okay stuff out there. But uh, then he just have a heart attack or something. It's brain swelling. Oh, he got brain swelling, and that's the how it's listed on there. But they think some of these researchers, as they're going through, hyponatremia. Oh, you I know what this is. Okay. I know what this is. Do you want to know why? Okay. I think you're saying it right. I ha- I'm not. Ha- I'm alive, right? I'm and like I'm not trying to relate myself to Bruce Lee, but I guess I am a little. So like for weeks, I'm walking around. This is years ago, and um, I have these excruciating headaches, right? Like blinding, put me down to bed, like you know, migraines or whatever. Right. And like I just thought, you know, I was becoming a basic bitch who just gets migraines, right? Like it just happens to women, right? And like. No, I was, I because at the time I was doing like MMA and shit or jujitsu. And it, we remember when we were all carrying mm-hmm. around jugs of fuck, gallon jugs of fucking water mm-hmm. to like, because we were too stupid to just count how much ounces we were drinking, right? <laughs> so, but if you carry a gallon, it's, it's a dude, it's a real dude fix to it all. If you carry a gallon of water and drink it all, you know you drink a gallon. Problem is, I just started drinking all the time. So I was drinking two gallons a day and I was constantly thirsty. And I, I dude, I had cat scans, dog scans. MRIs, run on the treadmill, EKG, every fucking CIA, and every doctor was like, I don't fucking know, dude. Panic attacks, maybe. I just thought I was mentally broken, which makes sense. That's the cause of every other fucking problem I have. And then, and then, and then, buddy, my fiance is like, How much water are you drinking today? Like, that's it. And we were all like, You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We were like, insultingly, like, That's fucking stupid. Everybody's supposed to drink that much water a day, right? Everybody at the table was like, you know what the fuck you're talking about. That was it. I was killing myself. Mm -hmm. You know what was fucked up about that? For months, I was thirsty because I quit drinking water. It was like I was addicted to water. You're describing exactly everything they're talking about. No shit. That's exactly what I had, man. Me and Bruce Lee, good company. They said high uh, chronic fluid intake. I was probably inches away from death. Increase in thirst uh, because of things like marijuana. Well, I don't know what you're talking about there. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually in no, the article. I was, I was, that was before. I, <laughs> I know. I was drinking more then. I was, because that's, like, that's where I would, I would like proud myself. Like I could do three Jack Rocks and like go work out because <laughs> I was drinking so much fucking water. It didn't even matter, right? But it's a lot to do with your kidneys and how that processes. And I survived it. I'm stronger than Bruce Lee. That's the takeaway, I think. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this, is I'm more genetically better equipped to withstand life than Bruce Lee. <laughs> hey, we got to talk about Elon. Jesus Christ. Last week, I give Elon, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at everybody for being mad at Elon. <laughs> And then fucking Trump announces he's going for office, and then two days later, that dickbag lets him on Twitter. Like, Jesus Christ, Elon, will you just help me help you for a second? He did, however, say no to the, uh, what's the one guy with the Sandy Hook? Um, Alex weird, Jones. Yeah, Jones. He did yeah. not Alex Jones yet. He said he's crazy. And- uh, the problem is, though, you let them all on, you, got, you, got, you let Trump on, you gotta let them all on. Like that, and like, you know what I mean? You know what's fucked up? I, I, I read this. The second Elon took over Twitter, like, and bombs went up like 500% in like the first 20 hours, like, <laughs> well, it's hard, you know, 
Again, though, that's not Elon's <laughs> fault. Twitter was shitty before. That is people be, you know, you people are shitty. But then he lets Trump back on. It's like, fuck, are you kidding me, man? You're just making me look like an asshole. Do you follow that at all? His Twitter account? Yeah. I The very second Trump's back on, I'm out. They let Marjorie Taylor Greene on and, and Trump back on. There's no. Now it's a, it's that, listen, man, uh, I suppose it's how you save it. Let them all the fuck back on and just turn it into America's dollar store. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever. I'm. That's no place for me. I'll be over here. But like, mm -mm. I'll peek in a little maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter what I if I'm on Twitter. Twitter makes it or not. Whether You know what I mean? The balance of Twitter isn't on me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it just looks like a dumpster fire now. Trump's people can have it. Uh, Alabama pausing Alabama man <laughs> pausing executions after a third lethal injection oh, yeah. failure. They like they're are they trying to kill a dude and then it's not killing the dude? Well, no. It, they couldn't find a vein. So they're just uh, basically for like an hour like they trying were trying to, to jam this dude. Yeah. How long like how long how many pokes like cuz the dude who's on death row probably is a horrible monster, right? Yes. What did the person do? Um, let's see. <laughs> 1988, the murder for hire of a preacher's wife. Cool. Okay. So this guy's, you know, I don't believe in the death penalty, but let's say I did. This guy's a shitbag, okay? Right? He probably deserves to die. But, like, even being a total shitbag, after three pokes, I'd get fucking annoyed. <laughs> I would be annoyed <laughs> of how, how, how fucking, now I gotta sit here and get stabbed seven times for you can kill me? Right? <laughs> Like even like the worst, the shittiest shit bags, right? Like after the seventh <laughs> stick is like, Jesus fucking Christ. You want me to do it? What's going on here? <laughs> Bring his drug uh, inmate in and have him do right. it. Right. <laughs> like there's a dude making wine in a toilet who can jam a fucking needle into that guy's thumbnail. Go get that fucking guy. You got nurse fucking ratchet here trying to use a butter knife to kill this fucking dude. It states shouldn't be killing people. And it doesn't sound like they're going to be doing it anytime soon. Surprises in me in a place like Alabama. You know, that's Alabama man. Sounds like he's <laughs> witnessed a couple of executions, right? It sounds like some of you watching that fucking Thanksgiving after the Lions game. <laughs> <laughs> you got Thanksgiving plans? You doing anything for Thanksgiving? No. You just eating the turkey and all that shit? You're not even doing that? No. And we're, Thanksgiving's always, like, there's events and shit going on. It's always kind of a work. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't give my... Oh, do you Black Friday? Do you go do the deals? One time in my life. Oh, tell me, Tia. Do you, are you, do you regret it? I've, oh, I've tried it once. I've never done it again. I hated it with every fiber of my being, but it was one of those I got a really great deal. What, is it TV? No, no. no. I stood in line four in the morning at Cabela's because they had a... It had a, a scope that I wanted to buy. Jesus Christ, are you a rancher? <laughs> you stood in line, like you, but like you fucking people won't stand in line thirty minutes for brunch, but you'll stand in line six hours for a fucking scope. It was a, it was a red dot. Listen to yourself. That's not going to help. And you it had, can a, do it. It had a mail in rebate. Look at that and free scope. Pretty much. 
I couldn't pass it up. I did, tried to do it once. The when I got divorced and I was like broke and like my company was like an abject failure. So like it was down to ramen, right? And but like I wanted my boys to have a big screen TV and like I had kind of scraped up fucking nickels in the coin jar to, to get one, right? <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And I did it on a Thursday night. It was a, it was like a pre-Black Friday. Sure. So I thought maybe it wouldn't be so bad. And I pulled into Walmart and I walked in and I made it. I didn't make it past the fucking cookies or wherever. And it was like I, I lost my, I had a panic attack. I ordered a fucking TV from the parking lot on Amazon from the Walmart store <laughs> parking lot. Never have tried it again. I wish I loved my kids enough to do it, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still got a TV. <laughs> oh, speaking of, let's say I, we'll get back to Thanksgiving. I got, I got a new bit. So, like, my boys don't listen to this until I'm dead, right? <laughs> for those, well, for those of you that are new, a lot of you are joining this show new. A lot of reason this show started is because, like, I, I thought my kids would like it, and they're bored to tears by it. And the deal we made was they'll start listening when I'm dead. And so from time to time, I like to, you know, mostly give them shit on this show. I haven't packed a lot of lessons in it yet, but we'll get it. we got a lot of time. <laughs> Anyways, I got an ap- apologies to my boys. You want, I'm gonna, I got one. All I right. got one. Okay. So, like, I got, I've been housing this fucking turkey for two days, right? And... Like, <laughs> And 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 Dylan's terrified of birds. He's scared to death of birds. He's just terrified of fucking birds. And I know exactly how it started, and it is a thousand percent my fault. Oh no. So okay, so like they were toddlers, and we were at a zoo. Okay, and like he's just walking down the fence, and I'm away from the fence, like ten yards away from everybody. Okay, and it's the emu pen, and he's just fucking do to do cute. I'm a cute toddler, and my entire life is safe, and I've never been scared. <laughs> I'm walking down this play, having this nice experience, and I see this whole thing happening. I see this emu coming up. Because emus are just geese, but they're the size of a Buick, and they have the same amount of rage. And, and like it comes up to him as soon as I said, Dylan, look behind you. The emu goes <laughs> and like boom. Very second that happened, it's like that much that that's twenty five thousand dollars worth of therapy and bad parenting. Like he'll never also like he'll never be an aviary expert. That's what that's what in that moment, that's what I like maybe that was supposed to be his dream, right? Like that's he was supposed to be a bird researcher, and because I wanted to giggle my tits off, because I was twenty three, you know, and he was two. Anyway, uh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> my my bad about that. They're mean, fucking mean, right? Yeah. Turkeys too. Turkeys are mean. That thing tried to bite me a couple times. Oh, I yeah. mean, I get it. I was like, I took it out of its like open range home and threw it in a dog kennel and buried it in my garage. It was a real. It rubs the lotion on its skin situation. <laughs> like, I brought it a cup of water, and I'm like, everything's fine. I'm not going to eat you. You know, that turkey's world. What the fuck? <laughs> I got, uh, see, you're not, you don't, you don't have to drive to, you know, some ridiculous small no. town, put up with dummy in-laws. Nope. I got some, do you want some tips? I'll give some tips for Thanksgiving. I, we talked about this a little last episode. So, like... If it gets hairy with the politics, you put on a Gallagher special, man. It'll work. You know what I did after we did that did podcast? You watch they yeah, there was like the Gallagher collection and it was like Oh yeah, because he just died. Like yeah. that's what's fucked up about Hollywood. Like Gallagher hasn't mattered for thirty fucking years, but he died. They're like, let's make some money off his grave. And I <laughs> That's how it works, man. 
But it started off, there was like, he's in this really seedy looking venue. It, it, it was one of the yeah, shows from the Yeah, some of the old specials that he shot, like in, you know, it'd be like some broken down theater in yeah. St. Louis, you know? <laughs> it's the whitest fucking crowd you've ever seen. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a real, the same crowd from the 70s specials of Gallagher are the same crowd shots of televangelists specials. <laughs> they were fucking, they are that and like Yakov Smirnoff dinner in a show. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same. Those are the same people. Uh, but like, I'm not kidding, man. Like if you don't, you don't have to, like Thanksgiving don't have to be fucking stressful. And Gallagher's everywhere on YouTube. So the second it gets to fucking millennials or vaccines, right? Just like, hey, Ted, look at this. Watch that motherfucker smash some watermelons. You go get high with your cousins on the walk, quote unquote. <laughs> you know what I mean? As you're coming back, you'll hear, be like, now this is comedy and everything's fine. <laughs> you don't have to hear about Trump or immigration or any of that bullshit. I think I noticed for most of the specials, he really didn't like people who smoked. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like a running theme I noticed. He'd talk about people smoking cigarettes. And the how he... gall of that motherfucker yeah. to have any fucking <laughs> cares about people's sinus issues. I'm just saying. I don't mean to speak disrespectful of the dead, but like the fucking gall. Uh. Oh, I had a question. Someone asked from last episode. Uh, they heard me say, I was bitching about how much Gallagher smelled. And they heard me say once I made a I made an airplane in Memphis pull over and do something about it. Were they on the plane? No, but they oh. wanted to hear like they thought I was fucking with them. No, I like I I made I made an airplane late. Um, in we were in the Memphis airport and the guy that was next to me, the, his bo was so bad it was like they brought me a bag of coffee beans during the flight so I could like cover my face with it. Because he was so disgusting. They knew it too. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't just me being a fucking crazy person, which often it is. <laughs> and it looks, the reaction is exactly the same. You were just I leader. understand that it's hard to tell good smells from bad, but like it was, it was real bad. And like, and, and I'm wasn't like, but anyways, I got off the plane. I couldn't fucking take, I couldn't stand next to that person for a minute. Right. I couldn't do it. And, and rather than just let the professional staff take care of it, I was just like, Fuck you people, I'll do it myself. We'll do it live. <laughs> I was having a moment, right? So I ran into the thing and caught, it was back in the day where you could still kind of con your way past TSA agents once in a while and airpay gates. Like, I'm just going to go get a bottle of water. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. I'm thirsty. I have a condition. Whatever. I don't remember what bullshit lie I use. But I got some deodorant for this person and then brought it back in and I was going to give it to him. But they were so worried, as was my plane member at the time, that I was going to start a fight. But I was so, I was like, I was not going to start a fight. I probably looked like I was going to start a fight, but I was not going to start a fight. <laughs> That's what people who start fights say. But I was going to calmly give it to him. Anyways, they like, they like sequestered him. I don't know where they put him. They put him in the luggage or something. And like, they had moved him for me. And then they were mad as fuck that I'd made everybody late. But like, that's how bad he smelled. I am Everybody got where they were going. Fucking relax. You know what I mean? We're all busy. Calm down. This guy smelled. I was trying to help a little and make the rest of my flight. We weren't even flying. I mean, no shit. We were going to like Atlanta. Like we weren't going to be on that plane for 10 more fucking minutes. That must have been really bad. I have a very long history of unreasonableness uh, that I do understand, but what are you going to do? Do we have any uh, callbacks? He, he, uh, 
We were talking. Remember this? Remember that town that had the smells? The oh yeah, in California. Yeah. Okay. It was since early October, Carson, California. It was a, uh, a stench of death and rotten egg smell. It was coming from a beauty and wellness warehouse. Makeup, like it was going bad, or no? It like started on fire, or oh. whatever. Or like there was a it was a spill, or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. I guess I could read it, but I don't. <laughs> I only, the second all I needed, Dean, was to be able to blame it on women, and then I was like, fucking perfect, <laughs> bitches. It is your fault with your eye bag shit and your puffy fucking lips, or whatever you do with the lips. You know what I mean? It's that sh- that of course that shit sits in a box and sits for two years and then smells like dead bodies later well fuck it of course it does yeah uh, world cup would you would we did you give a shit about the world cup i might do the thing that uh, daryl's doing oh yeah we're having a water having a water okay so like where we live here you people like you people all live in, in areas where people give a fuck about soccer no one gives a fuck about soccer here no one gives two shits about <laughs> soccer in western south dakota it they think it like this is shitty, but I swear this was a statement I was raised with. Soccer's gay, can't use your hands. That's what I was told when I was nine in a town of Elsister in the 90s, right? Soccer's gay, can't use your hands. You play football, you can use your hands. That's how, that's how we were raised. It was like a PE sport. Yeah, we're wrong, right? Yeah. Soccer's pretty cool if you think of it. But, like, I don't know. It's in it's in Cotter, and now I'm reading about all that shit where, you, you know, if you're gay or you're a woman who show your fucking elbows, they'll beat you with bats. Like, that makes me not... I don't know. If America starts winning, I guess I'll start paying attention, right? <laughs> that's, that's I know your, that's shitty, that's but end. like that's what happens. <laughs> well, like everybody, this is what happens before a World Cup, right? Everybody's like, oh, the atrocities. Remember Russia? There's oh, like yeah. whatever they were, they were beheading, you know, Chechnyans and using the heads as soccer balls. Oh, and, yeah. and then the game starts and everyone's like, well, the country's doing okay. And like, I'm, you know, I'm the same way. <laughs> Like, if the, if America loses, I'm just like, yeah, Cotter sucks. I'm fucking out. World Cup. So, but if America wins and we can make a little money on a bar event, I can set aside my morals a little bit. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> I don't understand it enough, but I think a couple of beers at the bar might make it a little I'll more I'll watch enjoyable. anything. Like, if I got into, here's how I approach it. I got into rodeo. If I can get into rodeo. Yeah, I can get cool. into soccer. <laughs> yeah, but you just got to find the... I need to find the gambling of it, right? Like, it just seems like a 2-1 game seems hard to gamble on. I don't understand the money. Apparently... Oh, did you see? They're paying, like... You know, like, Cotter's got, like, you know, billions. billions. They've spent, like, whatever billion yeah. on this. Ten times more than anyone else. Like, Russia spent $12 billion and these guys spent, like, $200 billion, I think, right? And included in that is they're, like, writing massive checks for celebrities to, like... Go act like they're not lopping off clitorises on Tuesdays over there, right? Like Beckham, the big soccer Beckham dude, is like walking around, you know, eating camels and shit, acting like he likes to be there. You got Morgan Freeman there hosting the ceremonies. You know what I mean? They're just writing monster checks. I'd do that. There's a how much money does it take for you to go be a fucking whatever soccer correspondent? Um, me probably wouldn't take all that much. Probably, all the, it's a lot less than people up. think, right? Because in these situations, ever I wouldn't do it for ten million bucks. But like, have you ever seen what like fifty grand in cash looks like on a stack? <laughs> it looks and pretty good. I'm not saying it's fifty grand, but I guarantee it ain't fucking ten million either, man. 
All right, friends. Thanks for listening. I hope your Thanksgiving's great. Take a minute, and there's a lot of people who can't have the same Thanksgiving you do. So, like, even if it's just taking a minute to think about them, take a minute to think about them. If you can do something, do something. Um, don't just show up on Thanksgiving and act like you fucking give a shit every year because you do one day at the soup kitchen. That's not the same fucking thing. That's shitty. Well help, said. Help where yeah. the help where the help is needed. Don't just help because you're trying to teach your kids about morals for nine fucking minutes before you jam eight pounds of cranberry sauce in your throat. Gross. I was one of those people for a while, so I'm hard on you know what I mean. I'm, I'm mostly just being annoyed at myself. What else? Fucking fat season is here. So like, watch your menti bees. We, you know what? We should. I, I'm going to be your accountability. Buddy. Are we going to? Are we going to keep each other accountable? We should, maybe should do that. Okay, I'm 240. I was 241 on Monday. I think I'm at 279 right now. You want to do a little fat contest? You okay. 270. You wear it well though. If for 280, you're a big ass dude. You can wear 280 like a gangster. Yeah. What do you want to get down to? I need to get back down to 260. We both want to lose about 20. We're going to do it by my birthday, which is in January, when I'm usually telling people to, you know, think I mean, on I, their I sins. I mean, I could do that, I think. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that, no problem. <laughs> but I still want pie. Fool, you all the fucking pie you can, man. You know, have your pie and eat it too, Dean. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. I'm glad you're on this show. Thank you. All right, man. You guys have a good one. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share. And you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.